Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hello everyone, I'm your host Mark, and joining me today we got uh, good old chat GPT, or chatbot. Um, I've been having fun with this, it's been a lot of fun messing around. Um, you know, every, every time I've taken a little step further. So this episode I decided to, you know, I've been writing a story that I've been kind of working on and I had like, I had my whole outline done, I had a couple paragraphs written, but basically I just gave the chatbot my outline for a story that I was working on. Uh, the story was about, um, it's about my Astrocrota and a specific guy in it. Um, so let, let's read it and uh, read the wonder that is chatbot. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, on the swampy world of Hilaria IV, the Astra Crota chapter waged the eternal war against the insidious Crotalids. Among their ranks, Librarian Valoran stood as a beacon of psychic power, using his abilities to predict the movements of these vile creatures and guide his brothers to victory. But fate had a different path in store for Valen. In the depths of the warp, as Valen delved into the tides of the Im immaterium to seek the crotalids hidden lairs something insidious crept into his mind the psychic energies of the warp intertwined with the tainted essence of the crotalids seeping into his consciousness at first valen dismissed it as mere side effects of his divinations but over time the corruption grew and the dark presence that threatened and a dark pres presence threatened to consume him the one nice thing about reading these is um, anytime I mess up, it is 100% me reading because there's never spelling mistakes. There's never like, oh, that word should have been this. It, it's all perfectly constructed sentences. Uh, I'm going to carry on. As the taint of the crotalid spreads within Valen's psyche, his eyes took on an unnatural glow, shimmering with an eerie yellow hue specked with black. His visions became twisted and distorted, showing him glimpses of unspeakable horrors that lay beyond the veil of reality. The whispers of the crotalids echoed in his mind, driving him to the brink of madness. Feeling the darkness consume him, Valen made a fateful decision. He left his battle brothers, abandoning the Astra Crota chapter and embarking on a solitary path. With each passing day, the crotalid taint grew stronger, amplifying his presence but clouding his judgment. 
Valen became a renegade, hunted not only by the enemies of the Imperium, but his former battle brothers as well. The remaining librarians of the Astrocrota, led by Chief Librarian Varnus, were tasked with tracking down and eliminating Valen. They could not allow the corruption to spread or the secrets of their chapter to fall into enemy hands. Varnus knew that the only outcome would be Valen's death, a tragic end for a once loyal warrior. Valen, aware of the pursuit, used his newfound powers to evade his pursuers. He moved through the shadows, his mind connected to the warp, allowing him to anticipate their every move. With calculated precision, he struck out against his former brothers, employing mild violence to disable rather than kill. He sought not to eliminate them, but to buy himself time, to understand their true nature of the taint through the, that course through his veins. As the pursuit intensified, Valen's actions grew increasingly desperate. The crotalid taint clawed at his mind, whispering dark promises of power and knowledge. In the depths of a forgotten ruin, Valen encountered a lone crotalid, its corrupted presence matching his own. The creature regarded him with malevolent eyes, as if recognizing a kindred spirit. In that moment of twisted communion, Valen reached out to the crotalid, merging their psyches for a brief instant. The visions that flooded his mind were overwhelming, a maelstrom of forbidden knowledge and ancient secrets. Valen saw the true extent of the Crotalid's power, their ability to manipulate the warp and shape reality itself. With newfound clarity, Valen understood the cost of, this, of his path. The corruption that had threatened to consume him was not a gift, but a curse. It twisted his mind and severed him from the Emperor's light. It was not power, but damnation. With a heavy heart, Valen severed his connection with the Crotalid, casting aside the whispers that had plagued him for so long. And Embracing his duty as the Astra as the Anastartes once more, Valen turned to face his pursuers. Though numbered and outmatched, he fought with renewed purpose, using his psychic powers to shield himself from harm. His former brothers attacked with relentless fury, <clears throat> unaware of the internal struggle Valen had endured. But in the end, it was Valen's determination and his sheer will to resist the taint that prevailed. As the last of his pursuers fell, Valen stood amidst the aftermath of, aftermath of the battle, his mind clearer than it had been in ages. The taint of the Crotalids had not fully claimed him, and he would not allow it to. However, the pursuit by the Asacrota was not over. Valen remained, wanted, remained a wanted renegade and chief librarian Vanus despite witnessing Valen's struggle and his uh, victorious fight against their pursuers, was unrelenting in his pursuit. Varnus believed that Valen's redemption was impossible, that the taint within him was too great to risk the Imperium. And so Valen continued to, to be on the run, hunted relentlessly by his former brothers. He traversed through the darkness, darkest corners of the galaxy, never staying in one place for too long, always one step ahead of his pursuers. Valen's path became a twisted dance, a never-ending chase where roles of hunter and prey became blurred. The Astrocrota chapter launched multiple campaigns to bring Valen to justice, sparing no expense or effort. They enlisted the aid of powerful allies and employed ruthless tactics to, to corner their renegade brother. But Valen's connection to the warped, home by his time as a renegade, allowed him to allure capture time and time again. He became a legend amongst the Astrocrota, a shadow that hunted their every move. As the years passed, Valen's legend grew, his name whispered in hushed tones by both friend and foe. Some saw him as a tragic figure, a once heroic librarian who fell from grace but continued to fight against the darkness within. 
Others saw him as a dangerous heretic, a ticking time bomb waiting to unleash untold horrors upon the Imperium. And so Valen's story continued, a fugitive in the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. His pursuit by the Astro Crota chapter remained relentless, his fate uncertain. But as, a long, but as long as the taint of the Crotalids coursed through his vein, Valen would remain on the run, forever hunted, forever fighting against the corruption that threatened to consume him. Pretty fucking cool, man. So like I said, like I kind of was writing this story too. Um, yeah, this is better. And I'm not a good author. Like I'm just definitely delving into uh, narrative style writing. And it's not about being who's better. I, I think it's about utilizing a tool. Um, I've been messing around with chat BT, chatbot for a couple days. I feel like my vocabulary is getting better. I feel like my writing ability is getting better just reading from it and hanging out with it. As fucking weird as that sounds. Um, I felt these kind of shifts, shifts before in like uh, uh, knowledge or whatever you want to call it. But when I started Lorehammer, you know, we joke all the time, like, go listen to my how I used to first read stuff up, out loud and now listen to this. Clearly, you know, I built upon this skill. And it's interesting because I had this idea for a story and you can just put a couple little notes and chatbot will kind of put it into words for you. Um, there's a couple things I would have changed, obviously. Um, I don't think it fully understood what a crotalid was. It almost kind of thought it was a warp creature. And that was maybe on me. Like, I just put the word crotalid, you know? Like, I didn't... Before I should have... Like, when I originally put this story in, I was like, I put in my astrocrotal lore, like my lexicanum entry. I put in that. And then I uh, said, can you write a story based on these notes and those notes? So it kind of knew my lore, and then it knew the notes of the new story, and then combined it. So it's just very interesting how you can use this tool to kind of to get your lore written. I know lots of people aren't writers, and it sucks, you know? Like, I would love to have the stories of my guys written out, and now we can. Um, people come to me, too, even like, how do, you, how do you write your lore? Like, where do you start? Like, seriously, go chat, talk to chatbot. Like, give it some prompts. Be like, hey, I want to write a story about Warhammer 40k. I'm start. I'm thinking about this orc warband that isn't on the loot or on the hunt for gold and teeth, but is on the hunt for X thing. I'm not sure what X... Th Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. thing is, what do you think? You could get a crazy amount of ideas coming through all of a sudden. It's just, it, it is a fantastic tool for writing. Um, the other thing I did with this episode that I want to kind of showcase is, so yeah, 
clearly it can write stories just as good as we can. Like, obviously, an amazing author can outstrip this guy and can kind of formulate a little more and do do a little more, obviously. But for 40K short stories, like, if you just came across this in a, in a White Dwarf and a Codex, like, you and Bat and I added, it'd be a sweet story. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, the other thing. So then I asked it, great story. Can you give me a critical review of your story that you wrote? Hunted or Hunted is a captivating and immersive story set in the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. It explores the internal struggles of Librarian Valen as he grapples with the corruption and fights against his former brethren of the Astrocrota chapter. The story's strength lies within the ability to create a suspenseful atmosphere and maintain a sense of tension throughout throughout. The narrative expertly portrays the descent of Valen into darkness and driven by the insidious taint of the crow lids. Oh yeah, on the point of crow lids. I should have just copy and pasted Letzacanum's crotalid entry into that information as well. It would have been a completely different story, I'm sure. Like, it would have fully known what a crotalid was and then, you know, like I said, it was just a little, like, uh, I couldn't almost tell if it was a demon with some forbidden knowledge or just some warp crocodile, you know? Um, the relentless hunt led by... Oh, sorry, I'm just... Yeah. The gradual corruption of his mind and the internal conflict he pace, faces are portrayed with great depth, allowing readers to emphasize, emphasize with his plight. The author skillfully captures the bleakness of the setting and the psychological toll it takes on the protagonist. The pursuit by the Astrocrota chapter serves as a compelling external conflict, fueling the story's momentum. The relentless hunt led by Chief Librarian Vanis adds to additional layer of complexity to the narrative, as tension between duty and redemption is explored. The constant chase creates some sense of urgency and keeps readers engaged, eager to see the outcome of Valen's struggle. The story's depict, uh, depiction of the warp in the Crotalus influence is particularly intriguing. The merging of psychic powers and forbidden knowledge adds elements of cosmic horror to the narrative. The vision of grimness, or uh, the visions and glimpses into the true extent of the Crotalus power are vividly described, immersing the readers in a dark world of secrets and ancient evils. Yeah, so I just feel like if I put that Crotalid article in there, it would have understood and like, not that this was wrong, like, not what that it wrote was wrong. Like, yeah, they are the the Crotalid have dark secrets and powers, but like, and when tied to the warp, it's ancient evil and like all that kind of stuff is true. But let's carry on on his his on Chatbot's review. However, Val, uh, Hunted or Hunter could benefit from f- further character development, particularly in the supporting cast. Cheap librarian Vanus and the pursuing Astrocrota chapter members remain somewhat one-dimensional, lacking the depth and complexity of the protagonist. Exploring their motivations and beliefs in a greater detail would enhance the overall narrative and provide a more well-rounded reading experience. Additionally, the conclusion of the story, with Valen remaining on the run and hunted indefinitely, leaves the reader with a sense of anticipation, but also a desire for further resolution. While the one-ended nature of the ending can be compelling, providing some closures or hints of a potential future direction for Valen's story could add a satisfying layer of intrigue. It's interesting on that point. I feel like I've tried to say this about a lot of stories lately, where it's just like, there was that one story where the Space Marine joined the orcs, kinda. You know, he was trapped and then he fights for him, he became a gladiator. Like that story, 
Um, I've talked to the author, and he's like, no, I think that was just a one-off. You know, maybe I'll write another, but I don't think he's too, like, invested. And, like, when talking about that story, I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to see another. I wish I... I, I wonder what direction this goes next. Like, you left that window open. And it's interesting how chatbot words it compared to me. Like, you know, with an open-ended nature, and the ending can be compelling. Like, yeah, I feel compelled with those, those open-ended 40K natures. Uh, providing some closures or hints to potential future direction for Valen's story would add satisfying layer of intrigue. And yeah, like, okay, so... Is he just on the hunt forever? So he needs to figure out how to cure himself. So maybe that's like the plot point. Like there has to be maybe a scientific cure, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's interesting how it critiques its own writing. Advice. Uh, the story is an engaging and atmospheric story that could further enhance with a few adjustments. Here are some suggestions to consider. Expand on supporting characters, Chief Librarian Vanus and the pursuing Astra Crota members would benefit from a lot more nuanced characterization. Explore their personal motivations, doubts, and conflicts to add their depth and increased reader investment in the pursuit of Valen. Deepen the description of the setting. The grim darkness of the 41st millennium is a rich backdrop for the story. Expand on the swampy world of Hydra 4 and other locations Valen encounters, utilizing vivid descriptions to create more immersive experiences for the readers. Consider providing some resolution. While an open-ended nature, while the open-ending nature is intriguing, providing a small measure of closure or hints at Valen's potential future path would leave readers satisfied while still preserving the sense of mystery and ongoing struggle. I like the point too, deep in the description of the setting. While this was like a good 40k short story, not once did um, it scream 40k at me, you know, it's like there's some words like voxcast or voxcaster, you know, like that I just don't think it quite gets. Um, like I said, if you put the lexicanum entry in, um, and it'll, it'll get it. But like that grim dark tone, there wasn't really much on the world. Like it was just a swampy world. Like, but it could have been a little more descriptive. I agree. Like it's so interesting, these things. With these adjustments, uh, the story has potential to become even more gripping and memorable tale, furthering exploring themes of redemption, corruption, and unyielding pursuit in the truth of the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. Very interesting. So now the next, the next logical thought is... If I cared anymore, I would take these critiques and say, can you rewrite this story with these critiques and see then what it does? Because it will come out now with the better story. The point of this is like, guys, we have infinite storytelling ability here um, that you can direct and that you can shape. Uh, this was a cool story. I'm really glad that I've had other people r write parts of my lore before. Like, for example... Uh, the Tau RPG and the Solar Enclaves. That whole 50-hour campaign was my backstory for an army um, that we all collectively wrote, like me and 10 other guys, essentially, by playing together. Um, the other army is Luke. He's been featured on Listener Lore. Um, the Price of Iron, I think, is one. And... Uh, it's been so long, sorry. I forgot the titles of them. But he wrote two stories on my... Iron Skull's Warband, and it was cool. It was cool, like, just seeing how other people kind of interpret it and how other people can kind of do what you have with your core concepts and stuff. Um, fantastic. Truly cool. 
Go mess around with it. My next episode, I think, is gonna be kind of interesting. Like, so I've been messing around with ChatGPT and just seeing the potential. And I want to play a pen and paper game. So I, I asked it to be the game, the game master, and we came up with this sweet pen and paper game where we came up with this super simple rule set to begin with that we kind of created together. And it was cool creating a rule system because you'd go through it and it's like, I'd lay out something and be like, does this mix? Anyways, I don't need to, um, the next episode I'm going to talk more about it. And I'm going to read out um, the RPG that we played together uh, just so you can see this because. Dungeon Masters are dead. This is the new Dungeon Master. Just imagine this thing get playing with like four boys and you're like, we'll, we'll get into it. Hey, thanks for listening. Chatbot, thanks. You're a great author. Uh, if you have stories that you would like to submit, go to or send them to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, go to Lorehammer Listener Lore on Patreon and throw me a buck. Really helps. Uh, yeah. See you all on the next episode with Chatbot and the RPG. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.